0: Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunna, Wal Jamal <laughs> Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahlan wa sahlan, It's a beautiful Tuesday morning here in Asia. Uh It's a bit uh, hot. I'm not even going to say it's overcast, but it's a bit hot. And uh, my engineer, uh, none other than Brother Bonface, It's good to see you, Brother Bonface. I see 2022 20, did you some good? <laughs> He says, thumbs up <laughs> Brother Bonface. he's my engineer From now till about 12-ish, inshallah I hope you guys are well I hope the listeners of Marka Sahaba uh, The voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah I hope you guys are tuning in and listening to the bliss of marriage Rafat bin Ibrahim Hatia is the name Well, today is a Tuesday the 17th of uh, January twenty. Uh, 20- 23, which is also the 24th of Jumaat uh, al-Ukhara, 1444. Um, I want to welcome the listeners of uh, Sirius FM, Haji Faisal Asmal and Hafiz, Isma, uh, Hafiz Yusuf Asmal and uh, company and I want to welcome the listeners of Merkas Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Remember, our WhatsApp number is 084 786 3132. 3132. International overseas listeners plus plus two seven eight four seven eight six. 3132 2, four seven eight six three one three two. Um, if you are listening to me And if you are uh, Tuning in to Marcus Sahaba Send us a message and say uh, Monana we are with you And we are listening to the bliss of marriage And um, it's good to be back as well For the listeners who Tunes in and listens To the bliss of marriage Every Tuesdays and Wednesdays uh between um 11 to 12. Every Tuesdays and Wednesdays Between 11 to 12 uh, Well uh, our beloved Fadilatul Honorable Ustad Has just joined me now uh, Let's welcome him into the program To the bliss of marriage And let's welcome our beloved brother Haji Suleiman Esop He's also the engineer Ustad it's a beautiful Tuesday morning Welcome to the program Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Ustad
1: Wa alaikumussalam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh
0: Barakallahu fikum arafat. Husan is a listener from KZN wants to know are you guys still giving out free decoders, Ustad? All
1: praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved Master and Leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi عليه Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Today is the 24th of Jumad al-Akhirah 1444. Regarding the query of decoders, it's not for all and, you know, Herkus, Wanakas, every Tom, Dick, and Harry or Mary. It is for poor, poor people only. So then we will give it out free to you and then you must install it everything yourself. Uh, That is what we have to do now because we can't be giving out it free and then we must get installers and so forth. So if you are really very poor, yes, we will give you the installer, we will give you the radio, the decoder free of charge, insha'Allah. But you must put it on and everything.
0: Uh, Anonymous says that uh, some of our people are getting married for money to foreigners, dear Muftizam. Ustad. remember that Mustafa
1: Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's authentic hadith in Mishkat Sharif and Mustada Ahmad Habibunasalam said Tunkahul Mar Ali Arbain that you marry a lady remember for four things one of folk reasons and you know I whatever you want to call it categories one is Limadiha you marry her because of her wealth, because she belongs to a very rich family and affluent family Oh, wali jamaliha! Of her beauty, she is very, very beautiful, attractive. Oh, wali hasabiha! Oh, she belongs to the higher strata of society. They are very famous and well known in society and community and the last one niha and you marry the person for the deen the piety good character first further deed then you will be successful when you get married for the sake of deen the piety and so forth and a good character then if you do that you are successful you don't do that then but yadak then go and put your hands in the sand meaning then you just going to create bigger problems for yourself and don't blame anybody else. Else, but blame yourself. So this hadith is for the man and the woman that what must be the criteria chapter 49 verse number 13 Inna akramakum that verily the most noble of you is the one who has the greatest taqwa, piety, good character and so forth and so on. So if the man married her, then, then he will see then because he thought he will get famous, he thought he will become a millionaire, billionaire, in this world, Allah will disgrace him. And if the lady is marrying that person there, the foreigner, whether he's from India, Pakistan, Egypt or Hamanskral or wherever, so we must remember that her intention also is tainted and polluted. And and with the dalil evidence for that in Tirmidhi Sharif Habibuna Mustafa Sallallahu said when someone proposes for your daughter your sister your niece and so forth you are pleased with the deen of that person that that person is 100% correct belief belong to Ahlul Sunnah and Jama'ah not you must remember the Shias or the Qadianis or the these are non-Muslims, although they have Muslim names. So remember that if somebody proposes and they will accord to the correct belief, Ahalu wal Jamaa, and the character also of that person and the earnings, all that are halal, for then you the guardian, the father, the grandfather, the uncle, get your daughter, niece, whoever get married if you do not do so then there will be mayhem chaos on this earth the hadith in Tirmidhi the hadith in Mishkat Sharif so you my sister if you are doing that Allah alone knows what is the intention yes. but you think that you're going to get married to a foreigner and he's going to look after you and so forth well according to the statistics and according to what messages we get majority of them, they will use you and then they will dump you. Obviously we don't say all, but easily we can say 60, 66, 67 percent, two-thirds. You don't even know his family. You don't even know whether he got a wife or not in India, Pakistan, Egypt, Morocco, or wherever else he came from. So we must be clear on this issue Yeah, We will never encourage it. And then when you get married to the foreigner, he's got the hidden Agenda and ulterior motive, and what is that? He's giving you twenty, thirty, fifty thousand rand so that he can get a South African ID, he can get a PR permanent residence, so that he can get a South African passport. And once he gets all that, he's going to dump you and leave you. In most cases, so therefore we will never ever advise it and encourage it. We will definitely discourage it and say it's a bad move
0: on your part. Listen to this question, Ustad. It says that, uh, I found my wife on Facebook. Uh, Our marriage didn't last long. Now there's a kid on the way. Do I have to support my ex now for medical bills? I am not even sure if the kid will be born. Anonymous, Ustad. I'm not sure what your question really
1: is, my brother. If I understood your question properly, then it's fine. If I didn't understand it, then just rephrase it and so forth. Let's look at the question. You were single. She was single. You were going through Facebook, Instagram, all these things. I don't even understand how it works. Nevertheless, you saw her, you married her, and so forth and so on. Now you must remember that did you divorce her or not? If you divorced her already... And now she's pregnant, pregnant with your child, meaning that she's two months, three months pregnant, and then it means it's your child. So you must remember that, and her idat will be that, the iddat of talaq. If you gave talaq, chapter number 65, surah talaq, verse number 4, then it will be delivery of the baby when she gives birth after t- three months, six months, eight months, whatever it is. So that will be her iddut. Then all the expenses for the baby you are responsible because end of the day you are the father of the child. Although you gave her talaq while she was hamila and pregnant, Habibuna Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said lil firash that the child will go to the father. So you are the father then. If that is how the situation Second scenario, because I'm not 100% sure, so therefore I'm just answering both ways. You saw your wife on Facebook, the marriage turned sour and what have you, and now you didn't give her a talaq, but you will just estrange from one another. She's leading her life, you're leading her life, and so you're leading your life, she's leading her life, and so forth and so on. Then your marriage also is valid if you didn't divorce her and so forth. Then you will be responsible for her expenses and your child's expenses. So that will be the answer. Next one that you must no brother is this you made one statement there in your question I don't know if the child will be born or not so what do I make out from that I don't know Mm. are you telling her she must go for abortion is she telling you she must go for abortion or are both of you saying that you must go for abortion one side you'll make committed so many mistakes and sins. now you want to become a murderer. Abortion in Islam is murder and make no mistake of it tomorrow on the day of justice if you'll do that that you go ahead you encourage her or she does it or both of you say that is what we must do that we must go for abortion get rid of the fetus and so forth and the baby that is there so almighty Allah's message is this to you and to your ex-wife or wife whatever the situation is that the child that has been murdered and the fetus that has been murdered in Islam, feticide is haram. In Islam, infanticide is haram. Feticide, the fetus is still in the home of the mother. Or infanticide, the baby boy or girl is born. And then you murder, as the Arabs used to do with their daughters. So Allah will ask the child. for which crime did they murder you why were you murdered allah called it murder allah called it murder so what more the evidence you want chapter 81 and verses number eight and nine so the main thing is in that question you can see ma'am did he say
0: that he divorced her or not did he say anything like that Uh, it's a second scenario study he did divorce her And she says she does not want to have anything to do with him. So that's why she's going for abortion. Yeah,
1: you see, that's the
0: problem now. So now you must remember
1: that for you to go for abortion totally haram mm. so you must remember this you, Islamically you must keep the child and remember the lineage of the child will go to the father your ex-husband and your iddat will be till the delivery of the child. Mm. All this abortion whether he tells you or whether you deciding remember is absolutely haram Is not justified at all tomorrow you will be considered in the court of all a murder and let me tell you one more thing sister because you are now thinking of a knee jerk reaction mm. what is that because your husband treated you badly according to you so now what you say no I don't want this child every time I look at the child so I will think of him and so forth if you go hypothetically for this abortion remember I'm telling you now and I've got Quran Sharif in front of me your conscience will work on you from the day you go for abortion till the day of your death and remember you will wake up as a murderess one who murdered your child so just forget all that ideas and say and remember that he is responsible for all the expenses of the child because end of the day he is the father but he won't be responsible for your expenses after the iddat. after iddat means that after you give birth so now he must pay for you and for the child and remember tell your it that finishes that is the birth of the baby and after that remember he's not responsible for your expenses but he's responsible for the child's expenses and if he doesn't want to pay you take him to court remember that so you go to court and you say he must pay leave all the maulanas and jamiats and muftis and everybody we can just suggest you come to me what can we do nothing we can just suggest to you you must go to the court and say that this person here is the father of the child and he does not want to pay and never think of abortion i am reiterating that fact to you sister <laughs> you will regret for the rest of your life
0: allah ta'ala give me you Amin. all of us hidayat You can see this question yourself, it just came out, it says, to the sister, please don't do that, don't go for an abortion, it's my third marriage now, I also went to do abortion twice, my life is just not the same, dear Muftisab, Ustad, another sister how can life
1: be the same even if you went for one abortion even if you went for two abortions now you are a murderer twice and so forth so therefore Islam says and you can see I gave you the Quranic verse that oh, why were you murdered O oh, daughter O oh, see so Allah called it qatal qatal is murder you can ask anybody so remember this this is chapter 81 and verses 8 and 9 sister see i want to tell you something that i don't know you right you don't know me maybe you heard my name ak yeah, and whatever yeah, yeah. that's fine but we want to give you nasiha oh, advice God. what is nasiha in sahih muslim it comes authentic hadith ad-dinu an nasiha what is Deen our islam is not advice it's sincere advice the translation Deen is advice is a little bit incomplete you must say that nasiha like the quran says tow but the nasuha so nasuha don't mean just repent it means you must repent sincerely that you don't go back to those vices and sins. That is the meaning of it. So, yeah, we're giving you sincere advice. But you see, Anbiya, alayhmus salatu salam, they used to give advice to their people. And what they said, to Lakum. لَكُمْ I'm giving you advice. But you, sometimes, you don't like the advice we give you because you think you'll know too much and so forth and then you come back crying yes I should have heard what you said and so forth and so on and if you want the reference open chapter 7 and that is Surah Araf in verse 79 and that is you must remember the story of Nabi salih alayhi salatu salam who was sent to the people of thamud and when he would tell his people that don't do these things then remember that they say you don't come and tell us <laughs> so therefore my sister I'm giving you sincere advice from the bottom of my heart, and one of the listeners, Jazahallahu Khairan. She committed a major, major crime, but at least she got that common sense. Because common sense also is no more common nowadays. So she tell you,
0: don't ever go for this abortion. Allahu Akbar, Subhanallah. I see the brother wants to know if he can give his ex number, his ex wife's number, to you so you maybe you can stop her from doing the abortion. Remember, we don't get involved in this, then it's it her
1: story and your story and his story. i don't do all these things i'm in this field with allah's help more than 40 years when we were 20 years in newcastle our principal he used to handle these things here yeah. and so sometimes he would call me that come here there's a fasakh and so forth and so on but we were just there you know just as a, to give like no. You know Certain advice, but Molana was the one who would do that. And I made up my mind that we don't get involved in this. If I have to tell people that we are sorting out marriages, there will be such a long queue from here right to the Khabristan. So you must remember this type of things there. Yeah. So you must. Remember. We don't get involved in this, brothers. It's your people's problem. Nasiha, I will give you for my heart but the uh, the mechanics of it the nitty-gritty of it that you must sort out i gave her what we have to tell her there's nothing else we can tell her
0: ustad should one make wudu whilst Avan is being called out is it disrespectful to do so ustad my brother,
1: if you're not going to make wudu when the adhan goes, and you're going to wait for adhan to finish, and it's Maghrib Salat time, and you know in South Africa, and many other countries, most of the imams, I won't say all, but I'll say most, and I remember I informed the imams, this is not right what you're doing, that you will find in South Africa, and many other parts of the world, La ilaha illallah azan is finished And you can't even read the sunnah du'as of azan Durud Sharif is sunnah Allah swalli ala Sayyidina Muhammad Wa ala Ali Muhammad Kama swalli ala Ibrahim Radheitu billahi rabbah Wa bil Islami deena Wa bi Muhammadin Rasulah wa Nabiya Ashadu an la ilaha illallah Wa ashadu anna Muhammadin abdu rasuluh Allah ma rabbah adhi da'wa di you will hardly finish your du'as imam already started allahu akbar by the time you're going to start your hudu after the azan one rakat is gone <laughs> so you must make your huzu. remember this whether the azan is on or not there's no such thing is disrespectful and so forth you must do <laughs> you must rush towards good deeds Quran says and hudu is from the good deeds and I just gave you the example of maghrib so that's another lesson for our imams there's two three lessons we must give to the honorable imams, and mankan, wherever they are in the world. So yeah, I read Salat in three, four masjids and when they do mix up, I call them one side and I say, see, this is not right, you know, see, I show you the mistakes number one it is the duty of the imam before he makes Allah Akbar, he should look on his right he should look on his left and he must see that the sufuf and that the rows are straight when there's a gap he must tell people subdu al-khalal he should say itadilu. that is a sunnah of the Islam oh, Sadabi beloved sahaba and the Khulafai Rashidin they should do that and in the Haramain sharifain mashallah, all the imams do that so this sunnah we have neglected and abandoned. So we, I'm not saying you must say it in Arabic. Tell the people, brothers, I make two announcements. I hardly make imamhood, but when I make, I say, brothers, please straighten all the sufuf and the rose. Second announcement, please switch off your cell phones. So always if I'm the imam, that's the two announcements I'll make. Then your ruku says da, the imam. You should read Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim In Ruku In Sizda Subhana Rabbi Al-Ala Five times Five times So each Sizda Five times And your Ruku Five times Go to Tirmidhi Sharif You will find Imam Sufyan Thawri Rahimahullah Who was a genius And a giant A contemporary Of Imam Abu Hanifa He said You Imam Do so So the people Can read Minimum Nicely Without rushing Three times Now today Our Imam obviously we don't say all but some the way they rush through it, you can't believe. Smarabi Hazib, Smarbihazib, and up and down. So it's wrong all these things here. <laughs> then the Tashahut, the Salawat, the Dua. So many a time that the Imam, he read the Shahut, he read Durusha, He made Salaam, he didn't make the dua. You can make out from the duration because if you read even fast, still you must remember that. So the other day also it happened. I just finished Tashahud and I started Salawat, He made salam so that is not right remember these things so when you the imam you must lead by example authentic hadith <laughs> al that the imam is responsible and even for maghrib salat you must remember that the hadith in Bukhari Sharif mm. shullu qabla al-maghribi rakatain shullu qabla al-maghribi rakatain shullu qabla al-maghribi rakatain then liman sha'a mm. Nabi Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that after the azan and before the iqamat for Maghrib, Give the people chance to read Torah Salat. The Shafi'i say it's a Sunnah. The Hanbali say it's a Sunnah. So at least people can do that. And if you are in Makkah, Medina, Cape Town and they give you the chance in Cape Town, for example, you Hanafi, then you also read it. So then it's totally permissible. But Hanafi say it's permissible but not Sunnah. So we must be clear on this issue here that to rush so much that is undesirable and unethical also,
0: hmm. Subhanallah Subhanallah Somebody says I have moved into a house And in the rooms Our beds And the toilets Are situated At 45 degree angle From the Qibla stand. The rooms are small What should we do Mufti Sab, I had a dream about it MashaAllah, you had a
1: dream about this or you had a dream that you must contact us. <laughs> so that also is debatable. We don't know. You said you had a dream. So now we don't know what the dream said, you know. That's why when people contact me and they want dream stories, I tell them just kindly contact other ulama and so forth. But we will sort out your dream for you now, sister. First point of reference, you want to sort out anything in life, then we go to Qur'an Sharif. Almighty Allah Jalla ولا, teaches us, remember in Surah 22, Surah Al-Hajj, and verse number 32. And what Almighty Allah states, وَمَن يُعَذِّمْ شَعَائِرَ اللَّهِ فَإِنَّهَا مِنْ تَقْوَ الْقُلُوبِ Chapter 22, Surah hajj verse number 32 whosoever shows respect and reverence to the symbols and the landmarks of Allah so remember, Allah says, "Inna swafa wal marwata min shaa'idillah." Safa marwa are the symbols and landmarks of all Allah. So if Safa marwa is a landmark, the Baitullah kaaba is, according to our terminology jargon, dead. But the tariqatil olah dalala tunas. You don't have to worry of all that. So that is more so. The Baytullah is a shahair and a sign and symbol, and remember, it must be shown much more respect. For inna in qulub, that is a sign that the hearts have taqwa and piety. Chapter twenty-two, verse thirty-two. Right? Hadith. Write it down, or at least I try and understand the meaning of it. And it is, you must remember, a Sahih Hadith. So if you go to the Silsila ahadi Sahihah, you will find it there also. And you must remember that Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, القبلة, Whosoever that he spits and you know towards the direction of the Qibla then on the day of justice you'll come the hadith in Sahih Ibn Khuzayma if you have that copy and that you will find it, it's Sahih hadith authentic hadith so on the day of Qiyamah you will come that saliva will be between your eyes on your forehead that how you this disrespect to the Beitullah so remember on the day of justice then that person will be disgraced and humiliated. Now your room is small. Your house is small. So if you sleep this way, your headboard is that side and your feet are the side and you are facing the Qibla. Therefore, you saw the dream. So you and your husband or you alone, depending, you married, not married, simple. So you just put your pillow on the other side. So what it means, your feet will face the, the, the headboard and where you are, you'll sleep nicely, inshallah. Then why? Because you no more face in the kibla simple solution you say you can't move the beds this that so you turn around the other way So what is there? You have to sleep. There's no such thing. You must put your head by the headboard so you can put your feet there by your headboard. Many times when we go to hotels there, they don't bother of these type of things. Their aim is just to make money. So then we can see we're facing the Qibla. So we just turn it around, put the pillows the side, and you sleep like that. So simple solution, sister. You see, Islam
0: make it easy for you. He said, my husband like to hide under the blanket and watch women on the phone. He thinks you're sleeping, he says he has a weakness, but don't he fear Allah? You confront him, he says he never touched a woman in his life like other men that goes out, But but to see wrong is right. What must I do, Muftisab? You always do that, then act like nothing happens. How can you trust him? He never gives you five cents in your hands. I always take out for house expense and never appreciate nothing. Ustad? Remember, my sister, make a note of this here. Surah
1: 17, Surah Bani Israel, chapter 17 and verse number 32. Chapter 17 and verse 32. All my Jalla ولا, teaches us, "Wala taqarabu zina," to not even approach and go nearer to fornication and end uh, adultery. Why? In nahuqan Fahisha, it is something obscene, indecent, wasa asabila. It's a path to ruin and destruction. So your husband is trying to fool you. He said, see, I'm married to you five years, 10, 20 years, whatever, 25, 30 years. I never ever touched another woman, meaning he never committed adultery. So he understood in his own thinking, when people want to justify the wrong, they speak like that. They said, see, I didn't commit adultery. Other men are committing adultery. So I'm not committing, I'm a small thing. This, so let me watch the pawn. Let me watch this Facebook, let me watch Instagram, let me watch this. Allah alone knows, I don't even know. So all these things, how they work and so forth. So he covers himself with a blanket and so forth. But now this ayat is saying he's already guilty of zina. Quran says Wala zina. this is zina the aynain, the eyes are committing zina and the feet that go towards the phone that and bring the phone so that also is committing zina the hands that are holding the phone and you seeing all this and what's going to happen sister your name is Zainab Fatima Jamila Aisha your husband is Ahmed Abdullah Muhammad whatever it is so even when he fulfills your, your conjugal rights he's not thinking of you you must remember he is dreaming fantasizing of those prostitutes and those people who are there remember the street ladies this morning You know, after I do tafsir. Amun Arafat knows, I do mention Mm. it. And I give news, views and interviews of the world, what are the main stories. Now, more than 50 heads of state, president, prime ministers, kings and rulers and amirs, and Allah alone knows what and what. They are there in Davos, D-A-V-O-S in Switzerland. If you just read the news there, They will tell you every club, every prostitute, brothel place, every gay center and every call center where you can make appointments to meet this male or female, all packed to capacity so the question i pose that these guys going to divorce are they going to divorce their wife or will they go back with rifle repairs (laughs) because they want to park anywhere for them this is permissible they don't know where's the entry they don't know where's the exit just park here and park there So that is the Harami business. Therefore, we call them Haramis. So in Islam, you must remember, when a person commits adultery, male or female, there's consensus in this issue. There is no second opinion. It's the death penalty. Remember this. Because Islam wants a pure and a chaste society. When it is fornication then quran says chapter twenty four verse two give them hundred lashes each and see what allah says who is allah Allah, You are You are the most merciful one to show mercy Who was, who is, who will always be Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam He was, he is, he always will be Rahmatul Alameen That the greatest mercy in the creation To the creation and in the universe So remember that But Quran says Chapter 24 verse 2 When they committed this crime of fornication وَلَا don't show them any compassion and mercy you whip them up and lash them up and flog them hundred lashes the whole world saying how can taliban do all this Yeah, they flog this person this person when you do for Allah, when you do something for Allah, you're not worried Told all the world go to hell. So Allah gave them now so much oil and Allah gave them so much lithium. Allah gave them so much natural resources. If things work out right in the next 5-10 years, Afghanistan will become one of the richest countries in the world Allah and Allah. China already there making cutting deals with them. Who is Allah? That is Allah The little but we make this way that way we prepare to accept the criticism and we don't worry about them but we want to please Allah we want to please Mustafa Allah accepts it then in lieu of that Allah will grant you so much so much <laughs> chapter sixteen five go read verses two three and all that Allah speaks of taqwa in those verses that Allah will give you such risk and sustenance you never ever imagined in your life so that is our message your husband is just fooling you and fooling himself and so now your person like this is guilty in Islam he won't be death penalty there won't be a hundred lashes. But there will be other punishment. We call it ta'azir. So that mufow ila Ilaray al Qazi, whatever the judge decides, so that will be the deciding factor. You need to understand Islam and the Sharia and the penal code of Islam. Don't get carried away with these Westerners and Haramis, go to Davos and don't know where they are sleeping, and every night trying this one and that one. Ukraine is in war with Russia thousands of ukrainian women are there and they're all prostitutes This all their media they're telling you this so think properly what we're
0: doing allahu akbar allahu akbar subhanallah subhanallah 20 minutes to <coughs> 12 o'clock when you come back inshallah we'll continue with the bliss of marriage stay tuned marcus sahaba the voice of Ahle sunnah wal jama marcus sahaba the voice of Ahle sunnah wal jama well, it's uh, 18 minutes uh, to 12 o'clock. So many messages, so many questions are coming in. So we ask the listeners, please just bear with us. I've got Malawi, Ustad, kindly highlight on this issue. I have watched this video on social media that now ladies who go for Umrah want to imitate the man's ihram, exposing the shoulder, and Saudi authorities' hands are tied. They are not stopping them. Is this true, Ustad, from Malawi? Ustad, remember that thousands of people saw that according to what
1: they're saying, absolutely haram and such women are maluna and cursed what you mean the Saudi authorities their hands are tied and so forth you just send one tweet and send one message against the king or the crown prince then they want to you must remember arrest you and detain you for 5 years 10 years twenty, thirty years so you can't do this it's a disgrace you must remember these things here the whole problem is that remember when you start bootlicking you know do it bootlicking america bootlicking israel bootlicking the west then allah disgraces you you must remember now they pass the fatwa that any woman can come from any country and remember she can perform umrah she can perform a hajj she don't have to come with a husband she don't have to come with a mahram she don't have to come for umrah to perform you must remember without the mahram instead of getting reward you come back maluna you come back cursed by all material you Hajj if it is Nafil Hajj absolutely haram that you go without the Mahram if it is a first Hajj then you must remember only Imam Shafi'i and Imam Malik allow it that you go without the Mahram and so forth for first Hajj only not Nafil Hajj and second Hajj and third Hajj or Umrah so all that is haram and Hanafis and Hanbalis say even in that case she can't go where there's no Mahram she must write in a word that somebody must perform Hajj on her behalf so she must leave the money and so forth so today is Saudi Arabia and that is a mockery of Islam for why we not going so that is the reason why we're not going so you must remember this that today they're making and when you play with the deen then you are inviting the wrath punishment of all daily we make du'a let us be clear on this. Issue We make dua daily for the Haramain Sharifain, we make dua daily for Aqsar Mubarak and all the masajid of the world, but for the Ali Saud and them, we say no. You can ask somebody what the meaning they will tell you
0: about <laughs> My friend is five months pregnant. And uh, she caught her husband talking to other women online. What can she do, Ustad? Just repeat the question, Mahana, please. It says, my friend is five months pregnant, Ustad, and she caught her husband talking to other women online. She wants to know what can she do, Ustad. Sister, you
1: are pregnant, so let's ish- discuss that issue first. And that is chapter number 37 and verse 100. You know Surah Yasin, chapter 36. And Surah Safat, chapter 37, verse 100. Rabbi Habali minas Salihin. So, O Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, grant me pious children, normal children, no me challenges and problems. So keep on reading that abundantly you and your husband to enhance your marriage then read chapter 25 verse seventy-four. 74 oh, O beloved Allah grant us such spouses so both parties must read grant us such progeny and children that are the coolness of the eyes so that is how inshallah your marriage will improve then start ta'lim in your house. Take Riyadhu Salihin. Take the works of Hazrat Sheikh, Hazrat Mu'azzakariya, Sheikh Uladis, Nawar Allah Marqadahu. All these faza'il works. But our problem is what? One day we read and three days we don't read. Nay. Consistency is the key. Hadith in Sahih Muslim. Ahabul A ila Allah ad in So the most beloved action by all Mighty Allah is the one where there is consistency, although it is little. But you read one, two hadith, the commentary, and so forth. When your husband now we come to your issue there that you caught your husband online or whatever, he's busy chatting with this street lady or that lady or whatever else, because today he just press a button and the way they will advertise it, they want to entice you, they want to seduce you. Allah forbid, Allah forbid. So remember when he's 100% sober, I'm not saying he's drunk, that when he's 100% sober and you got his attention, 100%, not in front of the children, then tell him that by you doing these type of things here, You are causing so much harm in this marriage and what message are you giving to the children who are born or be born and so forth. So speak to him when he is giving you 100% attention, he is in a good mood and so forth. If the Mokai is Shanasi, the occasion is not right, then it will just become a fighting match. He will say A, B, C, you will say X, Y, Z, then both of you will start speaking Chinese and Greek and F and B's and so forth so it's not going to solve any problem so when you are both calm, discuss it don't make war, war W-A-R, make Jojo, what is Jojo? discuss the issue, explain to him tell him the harms of it tell him he must ask you for forgiveness that and so forth so he must know that in future if he does it then what can happen and so forth and so on (laughs) and then you also must forgive him when he asks you for forgiveness then allah's mercy will descend on both of you both of you give out charity daily and read this dua First dua, write down chapter thirty-seven, verse number hundred. Rabbi Habali min Oh, beloved Allah, grant us by his children. Second du'a, chapter 25, verse 74. Ya Allah, grant us by his spouses and children that are the coolness of the eyes. Now, third du'a, write it down. Every couple, write it down. you married, you're not married, whatever you are. you young, you old, write it down. This morning, I gave them this du'a in the masjid. This one, I'm giving you now allahumma hassin allahumma our oh beloved allah then hassin ha sword noon o oh allah fortify protect farji my private part go open mishkat sharif go open Mustan ahmad a person came to the master sallallahu alaihi sallam and said ya rasulallah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, i am a hundred percent ready to go and commit zina fornication with this lady this lady who is he addressing Habibuna Rahmatul Alameen alamin Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam He Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Asked him That if you go ahead and do that Is she not the daughter of somebody? Is somebody does that with your daughter? Is she not the sister of somebody? Somebody does it with your sister? Is she maybe not the mother of somebody? Hmm. So then he understood Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Took Yadihi As-Sharifa His Mubarak blessed hand Place it on his heart on the heart of that Sahabi and said, hasin jahu, said ya Allah, you protect his private part. Obviously, he didn't commit Allah the crime. But the lesson we derive, me and you are ordinary mortals. Who can say we are Nabi Yusuf today? Nobody can say that. So people just see that old man also sees a young tat, he gets horny. So you must remember this type of <laughs> So you must remember this. They say, akas ni, akas od, I'm old but I'm not cold. You know how things work today. So therefore, every one of us should read Allahumma Hassin for Ya Allah, protect our private parts.
0: Mm. So, so what is the punishment for a couple uh, who love with three talaqs Please
1: advise start. Remember they living in sin Every moment Every minute they are together Is Allah's curse on both of them And now any children born All will be haramis Illegitimate children And the lineage will go The lineage will go to the mother You'll play with the sharia Yet you gave three talaqs Over a period of time One, twenty, ten 12014, 22 whenever the World Cup comes, then you go a little bit tipsy and you give one talak and so forth. So it's all three talaks finished. Oh, you gave talaq, three talaq We majlis in Wahidin at one time, so you must remember that all three talaks are valid. You go to this Molana and this Sheikh and this Imam, you go Cape Town and yeah, they tell you is one. We Muslims, we're not Christians. Christians, they believe in Trinity, three is one and three, one is three. So we say three is three and remember that you're haram and there's ijma and consensus of Sahaba on this issue. There's consensus among all four schools on this issue. We reject whichever sheikh. he can be Grand Mufti of Saudi Arabia or it can be Grand Mufti of Pakistan or Hamanskral or wherever. That we reject kai inan Mankan. Three Talaq is three and you're loving in sin, and you'll never find happiness. Mm. I know of so many couples. When they contact me, I tell them you want to do that? It's your business. Allah will punish you. But I'm telling you now, you will never be happy <laughs> because you are mal'oon. You are being cursed by Almighty Allah. After three months, six months, they come, now we separate. I say, what happened? He say, yes, what you told us, we saw now. There, the repercussions, the consequences and so forth. So we see, go read Quran, chapter 2, surah Baqarah, verses 229, verses 230, 231, all that. Quran says in the ending Do not take the verses of Allah as a joke. You're giving talaq three times and then you say, No, 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 we can stay together. Those Malvis are talking nonsense. Those Muftis are talking nonsense. It's fine. We are talking nonsense but we're talking Quran and Sunnah. <laughs> Remember this and this consensus of Sahaba and consensus of the Judas. So don't come with that nonsense story. The nonsense is you doing all these things here. So remember that Allah's curse is on you and you will never find happiness. You can write it down. Remember that.
0: So said, will a niqa be valid if it is made for myself from my brother to the girl? So can my brother propose on my behalf, Usad.
1: So remember this. I don't really understand, but let's see. maybe we got uh, the scenario right. You are two brothers, right, A and B. So you don't want to propose directly to that girl or her father and tell him you want his daughter's hand in marriage. So you tell your brother that he must go and propose on your behalf for that lady there. So that is permissible, that is called Taukil, you made him your wakeel And then he mustn't go to the girl, he must go to the girl's father and tell her that my brother is interested in your daughter and so forth and so on. But you must be careful, my brother, by doing this. You see, I know of incidents like <laughs> this, because we go through the mill with all these funny, funny things. So, this Mota, this Mota brother, mm-hmm. he told that other brother, go to that father there and that girl's father, and speak to him that that first guy wants to marry. So that father of the girl said, leave him alone. You come and propose to my daughter and I will give you my daughter. Yeah, so Lord, instead Lord. of the muaqir, instead of the first guy getting married, the second guy got married. So he came to tell the first brother, brother, I went to propose. But they said they don't like you, they like me. So I got married to her, you see. So you must be very careful about that also.
0: But <laughs> listen to this one, ustad uh, my parents, this my parents say they disown me and left me to fend for myself because I didn't marry the boy uh, they wanted for me today. I am a millionaire and they are in the streets. Should I help them as they no longer my parents? Who's I would like to remain anonymous. You see, I just told you now, wallahi,
1: all these questions come, I don't see any of them. Did people just send Moana Arifat ask and we answer with Allah's help and Allah's mercy? See, I'm giving you Quranic verse. I'm giving you Hadith, and giving you the solution. When your parents said they disowning you because you didn't marry the boy that they wanted, so it was the right thing. They can't go and impose upon you. You must marry so and so. When you are akila baalika, you sane and mature. Then, too, for revenge, they disown you. Surah four, Surah Nisa, verse fourteen. Wa maya Asillaha whoever disobeys Almighty Allah and his messengers were yata and they went beyond the limits. يُدْخِلْهُ Hunar and فِيهَا and Fiha Allah dispatches them to Jahannam. So your parents will go to Jahannam and the Halfire for a very, very long time. For that action they committed, Wallahu Adabu and for them they will be a disgraceful Humiliating punishment. That is Quran, chapter 4, Surah Nisa, verse 14. And the Hadith Sharif in Mishkat, the last Hadith, if you got there. So in Kitabul Wasiyah and so forth, he, habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa said, Man qata mi'ratha wa'arithihi qata Allahu mi'ratha min al jannati yawm al qiyamah. Whosoever deprives the air of their share, you disown them, you decrease the share, and you do some unilateral decisions. Allah will deprive you of your share in Jannah and paradise So that is Quran and that is Sunnah Now sister, let's turn the whole thing the other side Hmm. Do you really want your parents to go to Jahannam? Be honest No, you don't want to Never mind they were wrong So you must go today, you're a millionaires And they are paupers looking for paupers and whatever So you go to them and tell them I have made you muff. You must say, I am making you muff. Why? When you forgive others, Allah will forgive you. So you go to your parents. Tell them you made a terrible mistake. Now you are paying the price, but I forgive you. But I'll help you to the best of my ability. Let us make Mafi Safi now, and then you take care of them and all of you go to Jannah together, okay? So that is my advice to all of you. Barakallahu feek. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
0: وعليكم السلام Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah Wal